What is going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Splits. You take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. <sighs> when is these networks going to get better analysts? Because it seems as though a lot of these analysts got outdated information. You know what I'm about to call? They about to be called dino analysts. You know what a dino analyst is? A dino's analyst is someone who uses outdated information and don't keep up with the current events. Skip Bayless is one of them. Um, what else his name is? Nick Wright. He's one of them. Guys that don't rely on facts but keep using same information that has nothing to do with what's currently going on. And it's real crazy. Like, all those guys that say Jordan is great, yeah, Jordan was great when he played, but he's no longer playing. So you have to move on. Jordan is not playing now, so how is he the greatest now? There are so many great players that came after Jordan that I don't even think people pay attention to. Allen Robinson, a guy that won MVP during a time where Shaq was in his prime, Kobe was in his prime. That's crazy. Um, he took a game off from the Lakers in the finals. Have arguably one of the greatest handles in NBA history. But no, but nobody talks about Allen Robinson but Stephen A. Smith. Okay. Kobe Bryant, five-time champion, 13-time all-defensive team, nine-time first defensive team, which is time for the NBA record, and scored 81 points. The only guy that scored 60, 50, 60, 40, 30, 60 game in a week. Tim Duncan, five-time champion, 15-time all-NBA. Come on now, baby fundamentals, man. LeBron James, arguably one of the greatest players to ever lace up his basketball shoes on the basketball court. This year's, since he, since 2011, I mean, yeah, since 2011 till now, he's been the GOAT. But yet people still want to compare Jordan to so, to this year's generation, and it's sad because who knows what Jordan would have been if he played in this era. But you keep holding on to the past, you get stuck in the past. And it's not even just basketball. They do it in football, too. When Tom Brady retired, it was the end of an era. It was Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. It was OVE over. It was a new era. Those guys paved the way so that guys like Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, uh, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, guys like the young guys can come in and take over the lead. Oh, I forgot Aaron Rodgers. So guys like that can come over and take over the lead. But everybody want to keep talking about Tom Brady. When Peyton Manning retired, do you know what they did? Peyton Manning retired on top. He had all the passing records. He finished with two Super Bowls, 
on two different teams. They talked about Peyton Manning for a little bit, and then when he retired, it was over. No more Peyton talk. When Tom Brady retired, man, the world went crazy. <gasps> Tom Brady retired. Oh, listen, nah, man, come on, y'all. He didn't retire for a month, and they kept saying he might be coming back. He might be coming back. And I'm like, yo, stay away, man. Stay away. For a brief second, the NFL was starting to forget about Tom Brady. And he could not risk it. So he said, I'm coming back. And he came back. And now we're having a different conversation. And it's sickening. And all of a sudden, I got a headache. The same could be said for boxing and baseball. Baseball is a little different. There's so many variations of players that there's new talent coming in and out, but there are more young talent coming in that's fully developed because of the minor league, the triple-A, the double-A, and stuff like that with baseball. In boxing, there's a young core of guys that are coming in hungry because, you know, after Floyd left, you know, Canelo was up next, Triple G, Young Lions like Tank, Devin Haney, uh, Ryan Garcia, guys like that were on the verge of greatness. And there are more young guys out there, too. Then you had the guys that's middle in the pack, like, uh, what did I say? Uh, what's his name? Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford and Charles O. Guys like that are were more talked about ever since Floyd hung it up. Even though Floyd comes back and fight an expedition every so often. But the thing is, when he retired, they don't talk about him until he come out with an expedition. So the whole point of what I'm saying is, you got to find stuff, new stuff to talk about. Find new things to relate to. Find new things to build a better point of view with your fan base. Because you won't ever have the same fan base for a long time. Because everybody get old. Everybody die off. Everybody transition over to different sports. Everybody is not the same. Everybody's built different. Everybody has their own journey of how they got to the league. Some come from overseas, meaning like international, like Luka, Giannis, Jokic, Ginobili. Some leave the United States and go over to overseas, like Emmanuel Moody and others, uh, Lamelo go overseas to get that opportunity to play with more professional players. Because, you know, overseas, they start playing professional around 15. You know, that's how Luka got so good. That's how Dirk was so good. They start at an early age. And, you know, they get that, that, that feeling of professionalism. But look at it like this. Zion, one and done. Charles Barkley, three years. Kobe, high school. Michael Jordan, three years. Shannon Sharp, HBCU. Travis Kelsey, D1. 
Gronk, day one. Antonio Gates, college, I mean, junior college. You see the difference? Everybody, everybody has a different journey, but you don't hear the dino analysts talk about that kind of stuff because they're so related to what's going on 50 years ago than what's really going on now. That's why Skip is so stuck in the past of the 90 Cowboys and the 90 Bulls that he forget the Cowboys still been around. They still playing now. The Bulls are still playing now. But who knows? When era change, people change. Let me say that again for the people in the back. When the era changes, people changes. That means when the era of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was playing, compared to the era where he moved into the Magic and Bird era, people change. Society change. People viewpoints change. The way players play, the way players get shoe deals, the way players perform, it all change. So you got to be able to adapt to your surroundings. I'm one of those analysts that can adapt to talking about, oh, the 50s and 90s, even though I haven't been there, but I also can bring it back to my generation to get a viewpoint of, I just talked about both generations like I was in there, like I'm a time traveler or something. But analysts don't think like that now. They're more opinionated than ever. And that's why a lot of people should stop hiring athletes who aren't polished enough to be in front of the camera, a la Shady McCoy, a la Pat Bad, a la Kendra Perkins. See, those guys get benefits of the doubt because they played the NBA and they bring more entertainment than sports knowledge. Now, do they have good takes? Sometimes. Are they perfect? Nobody's perfect. Do they come close to good? Eh, depends on what the topic is. If it's more opinionated question, they can answer it right out the bat. But if it's one of those questions that relates to where you need facts to back it up, they shut down. A guy I'm looking at now is J.J. Reddick, who's getting better and better and better. As many times as he's come on there, a guy that's getting worse and worse and worse is Skip Bayless. Stephen A. has his moments. Nick Wright, Nick Wild. Most of the people on uh, First Things First because it seems though they don't have the same TV as other people. Everybody, most of the people on I'm an athlete. That's why you see more, more athletes get podcasted than hop on TV. Because they are starting to embarrass themselves in a way that makes them look outdated and called a dino analyst. So if I had words to say that would actually help people is update your information. And when you're debating somebody, make sure you know what you're talking about first. Because if you don't, they can always fact check you or bring it back up five years later and say, well, you said this. And and you said that. So 
it's always good to really back up what you're saying, even if you might be ultimately wrong in the end. The fact that you backed it up, you made a case for it. Like I can make a case why Kobe Bryant is the greatest player of all time. Nine-time first all-defensive team. In 2006, Kobe was in the conversation of defensive player of the year. Kobe Bryant was at the top of his game at the Shaq left because of the simple fact is he was hungry. He didn't see himself as a Robin. He saw himself as a Superman. And not to mention, he did everything for that team. Everything they needed. That's why he brought five of those things. Three with Shaq and two by himself. And that's an arguable case because Kobe was one of the last, really to me, the last all-around player. Someone that can play defense and offense. You see a little bit that with that with Kawhi Leonard, but you can't tell because he'd be missing so many games. You don't even know if he's still out there on the court. But who knows, man? Maybe you can get somebody wake up these instinct analysts and make them realize they got to do better and be better. I'm here with Jimmy Johnson Jr. And this is Vitamin Sports. See ya.